say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Tea Room Podcast with your lovely hosts, Palm T and Earl Gray. So for our 63rd episode, we're going to recap 2022. We're going to spill the tea on what we achieved, what we learned, um, life post the pandemic, because a lot of things have changed um, Mm -hmm. after the pandemic. We're going to speak about how it feels to continue to work from home, inflation, because also at an all-time high, especially the cost of meat. Um, <laughs> we're going to be speaking about situationships, which is a, a very tired narrative at this point, um, friendships, life changes, and also a lot more. So if you have not already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and also Google Podcasts. So I feel like I really like recording for this episode because you just put so much things into perspective and like sometimes what what we're going to talk about I feel like you don't even realize things that you've accomplished or things that you've done or mm-hmm. that you want to change until you're you're you like look in the year in hindsight you know um so yeah this is always like one of my favorite episodes to do yeah, I agree. I feel like though sometimes when we record these, I'm like, wait a minute, I can't even remember what happened earlier this year. <laughs> so it requires a bit of like thinking or like if you say something like, oh, remember when this happened? But I agree that I feel like this is definitely one of my um, more favorite episode, I mean, episodes that we end up doing. Agreed. So let's start off with something positive. Um, What would you say 
was your or is your biggest accomplishment or achievement so far from this year? Uh, so probably like just being settled in D.C. So I moved last November, I want to say a week before Thanksgiving, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the first few months, it was pretty cold here. And I still managed to do a lot on my own. Mm -hmm. um, I actually feel like the first part of the year, I kind of was a bit, I would say more productive, more out, like put myself out there. Uh, and I think I like got acclimated over here, like figured out, you know, okay, where am I going to go? Uh, found, a, you know, a small group of friends, um, did kind of random events and kind of got situated here. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was pretty proud of that because kind of like pretty quickly after I moved, I was like, okay, I need to start exploring. Mm -hmm. so I would say that was probably my biggest achievement. What about yours. Yeah, I feel like you were very active in DC. Yes. I hit you over like, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. So that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to get back to it. But yes, that was probably my biggest uh, accomplishment what or achievement. But what was what was yours? Um, I would say mine was moving out. Um, one of the number one goals I have for this year was moving out of my old apartment that I was in for six years. So I was like, <laughs> so um i moved into my new apartment um the weekend of a memorial weekend i was like a crazy weekend so it was the last weekend in may and i feel kind of similar to you settled like in a new place and it just felt really good just waking up to like being in a new environment being in a new apartment like being around new amenities because my last apartment was in like an older building. So everything was like not as really not modernized. So in my mm -hmm. new apartment, I have like more space. Um, I feel like more at home. I have like a real kitchen. <laughs> so I just <laughs> feels like very um, home homey as opposed to my last apartment. And mm -hmm. I'm not hearing as much domestic fights outside <laughs> of my, my door. That was a big thing in my last place. I I'm remember. <laughs> I used to tell you, I'm like, I need to get the hell out of here. You um, would be listening to the fights, though. And there were, like, definitely, I remember there was one story you told us about, um, I think, like, there was a couple arguing and, like, someone had left a guy or a girl had, like, left their phone there or the or the phone was with somebody else, like a couple. Yes. That, been... <laughs> that was, like, a whole love and hip-hop moment. So I remember, it was, like, one in the morning, this girl is like screaming. She's like, I don't care who you with, just give me my phone. So apparently whoever she was messing with in the building across from me um, was cheating on her and she left her phone there in the midst of finding out he was cheating. And I was just like, I'm just trying to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, with all that being said, I'm very happy that I'm in a more peaceful um, neighborhood, even though I'm still in Harlem. It's not that far. <laughs> I'm still in the same borough. She's making it seem like, yeah. So she didn't go that far, but just away from the domestic violence. I mean, the domestic dispute. Yeah, so for those who don't know, of one block in each neighborhood makes a huge difference. So one mm -hmm. can be really peaceful, and then you turn around, and it can be crackhead central. Mm -hmm. So 
that's just the New York City for you. But um, yes, my block is much more peaceful now. I'm in a, a bigger apartment. So yeah, I would say that was my my biggest achievement for this year. Yeah, I remember that. That was a big deal. And then the way you made it seem how you like, well, you didn't really have a kitchen before and now you have a legit kitchen. So that's definitely something to highlight. Yes. Yeah. I have, I have a gallery kitchen before it was kind of like in, it was, um, it was, um, like across from my couch. So it was like living room. Yeah. Li- living room is what I mean. So it was like, I, it wasn't separate from my mm-hmm. living area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's good that you started in a new apartment. I know that's always fun, even if it's in the same area. Yeah, even like decorating and, you know, putting your own spin and your own like theme to your place is like, it's always fun. Mm -hmm. And you can completely change it up and you kind of see like how you've grown or like maybe how your style has changed a bit. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, you know, switch gears slightly. Mm -hmm. Um, What was a very low point for you this year? And what did you learn or take from that point? So in hindsight, I don't think I had a low point for me. Knock on wood, we got two more weeks left. Of the year. <laughs> we got a couple more weeks left of, of, of the year. But yeah, I wouldn't say a low point. I think I've had disappointing moments. And like, we'll talk about that when we speak about our change in friendships. But I think I had like a disappoint a disappointing moment with a, a friendship where it was just kind of like there was a shift in not a shift. It was just kind of just like what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I'm, I'm the type of person that if something is wrong and I don't know that, then to me, everything is fine. You know, I just feel like as we've gotten older, people should use their words and communicate and let me know if there's an issue, if there's a problem. And as we're learning, people do not do that, even if you've known them for years. Um, so that that was, I would say, a disappointing moment where I feel like I had a friendship that I guess kind of dissolved unknowingly mm-hmm. because I did something that I was unaware of that I did. And then I end up being blocked. <laughs> That's fun. Mm. So um, yeah. mm-hmm. that was... That was like a weird moment because I feel like as friends, you should be able to talk through things. And I feel like you should be able to communicate if something is bothering you. And I feel like once you do that, if you feel like that person is still not receptive to what you're doing, then I can understand there being friction. But if there's like no conversation around what went wrong or how you feel, then to the other person, everything is fine, you know? So what I've learned from that is that I've really, I don't know what I've learned. I I feel like some people just don't know how to communicate effectively and they'll rather just kind of be dismissive of you. They're rather you, they're rather just like kind of put you to the side or kind of, um, I don't know, avoid having a conversation with you because they don't want to like confront how they're feeling. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not something that I can, I can't force someone to tell me what's wrong. Like they're going to, they're going to have to take Mm -hmm and do that themselves Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate because I feel like we're all grown and we're in our 30s and you would think as people get older it'll be a little bit easier to communicate how they're feeling but as I'm learning a lot of people do not know how to do that Mm -hmm. 
or choose not to for whatever reason. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is. And it's like kind of, it's weird. because. And then I, I also have to learn that not not everyone operates, you know, the same way as you mm-hmm. do. So mm-hmm. you have the power to react. Um, you know, you have the power to choose how you want to react from, from certain situations. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just kind of like, okay, like this is how this person is choosing to, um, choosing to handle this. So that's not my issue. Mm-hmm. Like you're not responsible for, like if you didn't know that someone was mad or you didn't know that somebody felt some way, mm-hmm. it's not like your responsibility to like get it out of them. Exactly. Especially if I don't know if I did anything wrong. Like mm-hmm. how, how you how would how does someone take accountability if they don't know that what they did was wrong or they don't know if something is wrong? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I'm just have grown as I've gotten older to talk through things. I think that just makes the situation better because you can learn from your mistakes. You can learn from someone else's mistakes. And then, you know, you choose what you want to do going forward. But if like, there's no type of conversation and someone is holding you to a standard of say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill you know, something that they're not telling you what's wrong with. It's like, how are you supposed to respond to something that you don't know you did? Yeah, I agree with that. So very strange. It's unfortunate because I do think like friends more so than anyone else Mm -hmm. would be able to have that open communication. And for me, I've said this on previous episodes, like, the importance of like, I have friends, I have some friends that I've known for years. Mm-hmm. And I know that I, I think in my mind, I would hope that at a point it's like, all right, I've known this person for years and this happened. I want to address this or, Hey, like, even if I thought they'd, they'd understand or they'd know, okay, they didn't, I want to talk to them about it. And like, exactly. I don't know if everybody is at that same um, at that same juncture where it's like, or at that same level where it's like, okay, yeah. Also, I think sometimes people are, uh, someone told me this also, like what you may think is like appropriate to communicate or what you may think are grounds for like, okay, let's have a conversation before blocking or before ignoring someone else may be like oh no this is great these are my grounds for i'm gonna ignore or grounds for i i don't need to i don't need to have a conversation with them yeah no it's true everyone handles things um differently but then again you have to think about okay you chose to do that so you can't be surprised about someone else's response to what you just did Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah period (laughs) Oh man. Um, <laughs> what was your look? <laughs> um so I would say for me the first half of the year was better because I I think what I did 
earlier this year was in the first few months, I had a better grip of focusing on just me and getting adjusted to living in the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, the, let's see, how do I put this? Uh, So um, the second half of the year uh, Mm -hmm. was a bit more difficult because I think that I was vulnerable and I've, I've expressed, you know, I, I want a relationship and I want, uh, I want to be dating someone. And I, a lot of times I don't do an assessment of what, what it is. I think my, my one fault that I, that I continue to struggle with, and I know I've brought this up before is like, um, someone operating one way and in my head me thinking it's one thing but it probably isn't what I'm thinking in my head and instead of addressing it and this is specifically with relationship stuff or dating or situations um, that I'm not as uh, assertive when it comes to and certain things I'm pretty assertive but I would say when it comes to like defining things or or kind of figuring out like okay so what's the the trajectory here I think that I do a good job in other areas of my life with that but I think it's a I'm like probably frightened or nervous about rejection or about someone leaving I I have a, a definitely a a hard time with uh when people when people exit my life whether it's a real tough loss or whether it's something more like an attachment. And I think my low point was probably me realizing like, Hey, I, I should have worked on this a long time ago because in life, like we're all going to get rejected by different things. Like whether it's a situation, whether it's relationship, whether it's um, a friendship, you know, there's just going to be different ways um, that things don't work out or things are not the right fit. Mm -hmm. And my, my biggest, I think, lesson would be that, like, um, if I don't learn to, like, kind of go with, like, the ebbs and flows, because, you know, not everybody, not everything is going to work out, or you could be with someone for a long time, and then split up, or you could meet someone and think, great, oh, this is great, and then find out, like, hey, I'm interested, you find out, like, the person's interested in somebody else, or, you know what I mean, there's so many, like, mismatches, Mm -hmm. and, I think the biggest lesson is like be okay with it and not yeah. and not like deter yourself cuz I think that I do that a lot in this area and I think it it's tough because I'm at the age where like I think it should be more like okay this is not a big deal like it's fine but in my mind that's a hard pill to swallow so I think that I'm trying to get to the point where like that's not something that's as catastrophic it's more like okay this is part of life everybody goes through this and you're not like alone in these situations yeah and also like not everything like i've said this in another episode too not everything is a loss Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like sometimes people are not meant to stay in your life um Mm -hmm. you know sometimes even though it's frustrating and there's a pattern of certain things it's a lesson that you're you're you have to learn from you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. also it's like there's no there's no age limit or there's no expiration date or or on when you're supposed to like finish healing or Mm -hmm. or when you're supposed to 
um, learn how to be better with rejection. I think like any step you take towards recognizing that, okay, this has been something I need to work on and actively working on it will, I think, make a, make a difference. Yeah. I think that the biggest part of it is like figuring out as you at, at certain points, like what's going to work for you. Because I think also like a lot of like, if you Google now, like there or go on social media, like there's so many different like tools and different advice. And I think that, um, it's like kind of fine tuning what like works for you. Um, And there's a lot of great advice out there, but I also think that there's a lot of advice now, like, or not even advice, but things out there like, Oh, if he wanted to, he would, or like, Oh, you're not the one blah, blah, blah. And I feel like he's just not not into (laughs) He's just not. Yeah. And I think it kind of, and I get it because sometimes that does apply, but, but, and, and I do think that like, in, in situations, like some people could sum up like, yeah, that's, that's what you should look at the rejection. Like instead of, Oh, you got rejected. It's like, he's just not that into you or you know what I mean? Like it wasn't the right fit. Um, but I think it also like, I don't know it. Like, I don't, I think it also like seeing things like that creates like another narrative, like, Oh, well, um, they didn't like making it, I think more black and white. Yeah. When I feel like every person, every situation, every relationship, every dynamic is extremely different. So, um, I mean, it's the, the, he's just not that into you makes sense, but it's kind of like categorizing every little scenario into, oh, he's just not that into you. It's like, okay, but maybe we can, (laughs) maybe we can finesse this delivery. So it doesn't seem like, well, damn, another person just not that into you. (laughs) Yeah. As, as I'm realizing too, like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of ways, the way men operate in situationships or relationships, it really has nothing to do with you. It's like personal things that maybe they have not gotten over from a past relationship or things that they need to process themselves. So I think, like you said, like every everybody is a different use case. Like I don't think one thing applies to everybody. You know, someone could be not in a space to date, or someone could just be a f boy, or someone could, you know, just realize like, yeah, everything was cool in the beginning, but I realized, oh, I don't really want what she wants anymore. So it. Mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really have to do with you it could just be like like where that person is at um so yeah I, I just think everything is 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 different depending on like who the person is and how their mindset is and what they want for themselves so mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so important I feel and I have to take my own advice too is to really like hone in on what your end goal is or what you want from the situation and the type of person that you're looking for and the type of like experience you want to have with someone. And if you feeling like that person is not fitting that, I think it might be a little bit easier to like weed down mm-hmm. people that aren't for you. Yeah. At, like at the beginning, when, when I addressed it, I said, like, I don't take an assessment. That's something that I know that like when I meet and I noticed that with friendships and with other um, like if I've met people like for networking purposes or other well, that's primarily like networking or professional or friends. I kind of do take a mental assessment. Yeah. 
And so I, I think that's, that is another big lesson that I'm like, well, why aren't I also taking that same assessment when I'm dating or when I'm meeting a guy? And so I want to be mindful of that the next time that I do so that I can kind of form like, okay, like form the opinion of like, okay, so what, what do I want out of this? Or how am I, how what does this dynamic feel like to me? Um, and I think that that's a good question for me to ask because I don't usually ask myself that. Like, oh, is this a a good dynamic? I think a lot of times you, you you try to be in that moment or, you know, engaging with that person when it's like, I should think, hey, how am I feeling about this? Like, am I okay with this as it is right now? Yeah, no, no, no. I think that's a... I think that's a good way to approach it. And I think I've told you this also personally, like I think it's good to measure progress. If you feel like even through each month or each week, you feel like things are progressing and they're not really getting stagnant and he's listening to what you're saying. And there's like a mutual effort, like measuring that as time goes forward and taking mental notes could help too. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. So going back to a lighter note, um, (laughs) what is something memorable from this year um, for 2022? Memorable from the year. Okay, so uh, I'm just thinking personal right now. And I'm Mm -hmm. remembering that I went to go see the Michael Jackson show. (laughs) Oh, yeah, on Broadway, right? Yes, that was so good. I hadn't, I haven't gone to like a Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply a musical in in a really long time and it was great and it just reminded me of all the songs that I liked by Michael Jackson mm-hmm. um, I had a you know what I also I did another thing that was memorable from the summertime was I had to go to a family wedding um, mm-hmm. in Denver and I decided to stay an extra two days on my own mm-hmm. you know none of my family was going to stay there with me but I just wanted to stay I was like hey I have some time I can take off and I did a lot of exploring on my own and I had a really good time and it also I think gave me that like sense of pride where 
again, you can put me almost anywhere and I'll be like, okay, let me figure out. And it's not like I had to rent a car or anything. And I just made my itinerary for the day. And I took myself out to a really nice dinner at night mm-hmm. and I had a great time. And I, I think that sometimes uh, with, with these episodes, when we do them, it's like, I'm so much of like what I'm remembering from this year is like recent when I wasn't in the best space, but now I'm thinking back like, Hey, in July or early August, I got to do this. And that was actually a great memory for me. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially like when you're in a different city and like, you know, which a city that could be like a big contrast from where you grew up or where you currently live. It's like nice to, it's nice to do things on your own sometimes to be by yourself and, and sit with yourself and realize like you could just have a good time by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about you? What was your uh, event that was memorable? For me, I, I think going to Puerto Rico earlier this year, um, I went to Afro Nation with a couple of friends and it was a lot of fun. Like even nice. though Afro Nation itself was a mess, mm-hmm. um, it was so much fun. Um, I think because it was like towards the beginning of the year in March or April. And it was just nice to get out of the city. The weather was beautiful. The food was amazing. The festival, when it wasn't a hot mess, was a lot of fun. So, yeah, it was just like, I just feel like I'm just meant to be in, like, tropical (laughs) environment. (laughs) I just felt so happy being there. Like, I did not want to come back. Mm -hmm. My hand was on point. I was like, why do I have to come back to to this ghetto um, city? But, um, yeah, I would say that was... That was pretty memorable for me, just taking a vacation. Um, And also, going to D.C. for my birthday was pretty memorable. I got to see you. I know. I'm glad you came. You're always welcome. Yeah, I thought that was so much fun. And I think I realized, like, I'm someone that likes to look forward to doing things every year. Even if it's not out of the country, I think little weekend trips, I realized, like, really it's a big mood booster for me. It makes me mm-hmm. feel like a lot better, especially when I have close friends that live outside of New York. So that was fun. Um, I went to the African-American Museum for the first time. Um, so that was really like eye-opening for me. And like, I felt like that was probably the best museum I ever went to. Um, so yeah, that was like a lot, a lot, a lot of fun for this year. Yeah, I feel like the weekend trips are like, um, not talked about enough. I remember I used to do a lot of those when I lived in New York. I went to like Philly, Boston, DC. Um, uh, side note, I have another highlight when one of my friends uh, gave birth in September, Jenny, and I went to visit her baby. That was also memorable. But the weekend trips are really underrated because I think that when you you have like a little getaway a little escape and then you get to see something that you never went to before you get to spend time with friends or you can just like try something that you wouldn't do if you were in New York or where you're living and um yeah definitely you know uh good to take like weekend trips and just like there's a lot of different cities or places to visit you know even in the country so yes yes and I plan to take a lot of trips next year because it's just, it makes a big difference on like everything. 
Mm-hmm. Especially when you're working from home, which we're going to get into. Um, how do you think things have been different post-pandemic than last year? So for me uh, in D.C., I've had a hybrid schedule, although I'm not going to lie. In the wintertime, I've spent more time still working from home. Yeah. Um, definitely different in that you don't feel as like cooped up in the apartment just you know, by yourself. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling that way. Um, and then getting some interaction. I also think that there's now like people have like figured out it's not necessary, just like not necessarily just at home, but it's like if somewhere in your neighborhood there, you know, you can go to work there or go mm-hmm. to work with a friend or like a co-working space, depending on the weather, if you work out, you know, earlier this year, if you work outside, um, yeah. I would say, there's like some aspects of it where I still feel like we spend a lot of time at home, particularly when it's cold. Yeah. And that's just different because I, I can't remember aside from if there was a snowstorm or I was sick before COVID, I can't remember being at, you know, at home for three, three, four days out of the week. Um, but I, th- I think that I will say that like with my job, they've made, um, a, a tentative schedule for next year where we'd, we would need to go in more often. And um, I think that that is good for like, especially like seasonal depression and just yeah. knowing that we're all in the, in the, in our homes um, that like, some people probably are like, I'm good with no human interaction at all. Like the zooms are enough for me, but mm-hmm. sometimes I think that it would be, nice to have that like just the the option I don't know about like being forced but the option because sometimes you may want to or like I still think that there's certain projects or things that you want to work on that really that that face-to-face makes a difference makes a difference yeah I I agree my job is similar I have a hybrid um schedule but I feel like 80 percent of of my team work remotely so and then also like I'm thinking about the commute sometimes I'm just like how was I doing this for all my life going to work (laughs) riding an hour on the train I just can't picture doing that now and I think for me it's a little bit different because now that I'm in a new place and I have a desk I don't feel the need to have to go into the office so I would say um this year is a bit manageable than last year I felt like last year around this time I had like the seasonal depression I was tired of you know working from my couch like I wanted to be around people um and I think a lot more things were closed last year in New York City so it was just like and 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 of course it got dark at like 3 p.m so it was just like very depressing for me in the winter last year and I feel like this year is a little bit more different I think because I'm in a new space so it doesn't feel as like, um, I don't feel trapped. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a new space and if I can go to a cafe around the block, I can and work from home. So I don't, I don't feel as stressed out as I did before. That's good. I think that like, once like once you figure out your setup and like, I think even something as small, not small, but something like just having the table and having a different, you know, a desk, having a different setup and um, knowing that you have the option to 
I mean, would you, I was going to say, would you go into the office like every once in a while? Maybe like twice a week. If, okay. if I'm like, all right, let me just see what's going on. Let me just, you know, travel over there. But yeah, mm. I think with my desk and I, I still have two monitors, I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable here with my robe on and my socks. <laughs> Your robe though. <laughs> It's the Zoom calls, though, that are not giving. Like, can we, it's, it's too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> well, continuing that a little bit, um, well, at least the work part, did you learn anything new about your <clears throat> career and future? I have not. I just, I think I've learned that I just don't want to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of working in corporate. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I think I I would say I feel like I've been at my job for what, three years now, like a little over three years. So I feel comfortable in the sense like I have leverage for certain things and I feel like I'm in. I'm in a better position in terms of like control if I wanted to venture off into another department or um just control of projects I want to do, but I'm just, I'm just overworking. Like I need to just find someone to pay my rent for the next two years. It'd be great. <laughs> I think for, in terms of my career and my future, I, I just would rather just do something on my own. Like, of course, if this could be like a full-time job doing podcasting, that would be amazing. But I am tired of like working for somebody else. I think that's what it boils down to. You know, even if I got another job and the salary was amazing, it's just the politics of the corporate world is what's annoying to me. So I don't think, I I still don't think I would be like truly satisfied. Do you feel like, the politics since like working from home and COVID or or do you think it's like age that you realize like, okay, I really can't, I don't, I don't like dealing with this. Or do you feel like they've gotten like more complicated, the, the politics of corporate? That's a good question. Um, I think it's a combination of both. I feel like for, I think more so the politics have, I think you recognize it more when you're older and then when you're at a job longer. Like there were, there's a lot of, there were a lot of things at my job where I felt like we're falling through the the cracks in terms of accountability. And I think it's because we were working from home. So it was kind of hard to gauge if people were really working, you know, like you can write on Slack or Teams or whatever platform you have, but it's just like, are you doing the work that you're saying you're doing? I think when you're, in the office and you're seeing people every day and you're in meetings, you, you have a, a better temperature of someone is actually doing their work, like working from home, you can't tell. So I feel like the politics where people would talk. So, you know, people would love to hear themselves speak during these zoom calls. But then when you, when I would ping a certain employee who doesn't work there anymore um, about things that needed to be done or a deadline that was coming up, it's like that person goes ghost. And if that person is a man <laughs> and not of color, they're more likely to get away with things. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean with the politics of culture of, of corporate. It was, it was frustrating working with people who were getting two or three times more than you were not doing their work was there were, there was not any accountability held for what they were doing and no one seemed to care or to address it. And this is at every job I've been to. So it's just like, 
that's what I'm tired of. I understand that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely can see that certain people would get away with things where other people wouldn't. And it, yeah. it is harder when you work. Mo most of the people work from home because it's true. You don't know really what's getting done or what's yeah. like being put in as an update. Mm -hmm. um, whereas like you can kind of see like who's in the office and, you know, everything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that I learned and I, and I'm sure this is something I realized, but it, I'm reminded that working in social media mm -hmm. and, and like, it just, I think there's too much. Like I, I want to take a break from it. I don't know yeah. if that means career wise or just personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I like social media, but I think that it sometimes can be harmful. Mm. Um, the, also another thing I learned about be like, so my job now is much more demanding than my previous job. Mm -hmm. And I think that I also just learned working with different people and work styles where I think that a, at my last company, they didn't do that much with that. And B, so much of what I remember towards the end of that position was at home where they didn't do a lot of those, like, um, what was it? Um, exercises where they, you know, group exercises on Zoom yeah. um, or in person. And I think just learning as you get older, like the different working styles there are and... Um, what maybe you prefer, like, or what you'd prefer to be around or what you like, what you don't like. Mm -hmm. um, also just thinking about, I think when I'm here, I'm, I'm having thoughts of like, oh, like down the line where I might want to go, where, you know, um, if I were to work somewhere else, like thinking about, do I, I would love to potentially, um, there's a, a similar Similar to Lincoln Center in New York, there's mm -hmm. something like that here. Um, I actually went to an event earlier this year, uh, or was it, la I think it was earlier this year, but maybe late last year, I can't remember. I think earlier this year with Issa Rae, that was at the event. And um, <clears throat> I feel like trying to think like, okay, where my interest aligns, like I've always yeah. liked movies, culture, concerts, performances, and like kind of a seeing where, okay, would I still be doing, you know, social media marketing for an organization where it's uh, more interesting. Yeah. The, the interest that I, that I have, like in my personal life, what I like to yeah. do in my spare time. So I think, um, in, in one respect, it was good because it kind of showed me like, okay, this is the, this is what's going on here. These are the styles of people you're working with. This is one company culture. How would, you know, kind of exploring like, hey, down the line, is this something I want to continue or would I go to a different company and and what, what that would look like for me? Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. And I thought it was interesting when you said um, social media working in it can be like harmful because I'm sure if you're always on it at work and then on it in your personal life, you probably have like a, you know, a different perspective of it. Yeah. It, it just, I think 
yeah, you end up spending too much time on it. You get distracted or there's also just like little, uh, little nuances about like scheduling things and what certain platforms allow and customize. I mean, you know, from, you know, the podcast, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to have that, like doing that during the day and then at night, like being on social media, I'm like, okay, especially if you're not like in the best mood, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't need to see a picture of somebody on a yacht right now. Like, (laughs) I think I'm just going to go to sleep. Uh, but so no no offense, anyone on a yacht. I think that's great. Um, hopefully I'll be on a yacht very, very soon. Um, but Yeah, I think that that's um, just, I think, I think we're in a world where like just overconsumption and I'm sure I sound like an old lady saying this, but you definitely see that like, we're just like products of like, okay, we need this and we need a lot of this and we need to see this and we need to look at this. And it just, I think that sometimes um, it can be a bit over, overdone. It can over oversaturated. Yeah. Um, one thing I I re- just remembered was I feel like for well one thing I realized about my career I feel like working in customer support for like over ten like basically ten years now or maybe eight to nine years and like because I work for customer support for a print magazine. I recognize, I think I expect a certain level of customer service wherever I go now. Um, Or if I'm like calling another company and I'm hearing how their customer service is, I'm just like, oh, nah, like this is, (laughs) this will never work for, you know, where I work. So I think I'm a lot more, um, I'm a lot more aware and keen to that now if I'm visiting different places or if I have like a complaint about something or um, if I'm even like at a restaurant, I feel like I, I require a certain level of service. Cause you're like, I know what I would provide. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know how this is supposed to get done. <laughs> I know how this is supposed to get managed. Like what is going on? So that's something mm-hmm. I, I do realize when I'm like, um, uh, when your career, like, intertwines with what you're doing personally mm-hmm. you're a little bit maybe a harsher critic than, than some oh, other people most definitely <laughs> um what is something you've learned about yourself this year that you want to improve on i think i think that i've learned that i'm pretty grounded um in myself. And I think I'm a pretty centered person. Um, and I think I have, I'm very aware of who I am as a person. I think I own myself and every, like every year, whether it's like a situationship or whatever, I really try to look at myself and be introspective and, 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 and tell and ask myself, okay, like, what can I do? What could I have done to improve this situation or how could I have reacted better or how could I just like be better overall like as a person so I think one thing I would want well several things I want to improve is probably like my patience (laughs) and just like overall that's an every year goal (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've gotten much better um I just, you know, I've been doing like breathing exercises more and just like not not being as reactionary too is is 
big for me. I, I especially when it comes to like situationships, because people would would have been cursed out. But I feel like I've been doing much better <laughs> and not being as reactionary reactionary if I feel like someone is saying something to me that I don't approve of or saying something to me where I'm just kind of like, what is going on? Or in like a, a weird way, or I feel a way about something. I'm trying, I want to improve not to be as reactionary and take a pause and just think about uh, things before I say them. And I feel like I've gotten better over the years with everything except um, patience. <laughs> so that's something I definitely want to improve. And also try something I, I need to improve too is trying not to control someone else's like narrative um, of me or of the situation. I think a lot of times, let's say for example, for a situationship, if I went through a bad experience last year, I'm set on making sure that that same thing doesn't happen again this year. And sometimes mm -hmm. what I do is I try to, I think I try to control what's, supposed to just flow and happen and 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 instead of just letting things be and mm -hmm. I think that's that's very hard for me at times because I'm someone that's like naturally inquisitive like I want to I want to know why something is happening yep. sometimes, yeah sometimes it's like it is what it is like it's happening so you <laughs> keep going back and forth in your head and trying to figure out the root of why this is happening and why things have changed and you know, the square root of five. It's like, it's not, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's going to drive you insane. And I, I, that's something that I have to improve on just letting things be and not trying to control every single aspect of my life when it comes to like dating or when it comes to your interactions with other people. Um, but that's hard for me because I have a vision of how I want to want things to go or I have an end goal for things. So when I feel like it's not meeting that, I try to control it so so it can match up to what's in my head instead of just letting things flow naturally. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that that's something I'm going to try to improve next year, which will probably be a little bit harder for me because like we always say, we, we, we can't measure what someone else does and we can't measure someone else's maturity level. And... I think that's the hard part sometimes when there's someone else in the equation and you're like, well, I'm, I feel like I'm improving. I'm grounded. I'm trying to give this person grace. And like, you're not getting what you're giving. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, so in that aspect, mm. I try to, I have to try to not control that and just let it be. And if that situation is meant to be left this year, then that's what it is. I like what you said about not, not, or sometimes you try to control or excuse me, like you, you, you there's, you said something about like someone's narrative of you. Yes. And I think that that's really an issue for a lot of people that it's like you know we we always want interaction with others and i think that we're yes. we're just very like uh, people's behaviors and people's choices yeah like frame like oh now it gets us into like overdrive yes. and um Lately, I've been reading a lot and they say like, it's like there's something like radical acceptance. It's like, okay, you may never know. And you just got to like, accept that, like accept that the, the unknown, the unknown. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. That's again, I was going to say that's probably one of my, um, one of my biggest issues. So yeah, I, I think I also realized that they're in half of my life. I'm very, um, excuse me, not very, but I've seen a lot of growth and I've seen a lot of improvement in some areas. I feel like I still go through a lot of the same issues. I think because I I do have a lot of insecurities, Mm -hmm. Um, although in some areas I'm, I'm confident in my ability. I feel like in other places I'm not, I get very, um, fixated on things I'm similar to you where it's like oh I want an answer I want to know why and then even worse a lot of times I'm internalizing it or I'm thinking oh this is my fault it's something something I did wrong um and you know obviously um nobody's perfect and no one's going to always operate like their best self Mm -hmm. but I do think that um I always give grace to other people, especially in situations. Yes. And I don't really give myself grace. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I like harp on that with myself. I'm like, oh, but but this and and like you said, similar to that, like it's happening. It's like, yeah. okay, it's either happening or it's happened. Like now what? Um and um I guess like the little kid in me is like, oh my God, why is this happening? Can this not happen? Can we rewind to when it, when it didn't happen? Um, But I think that that's like part of life. I just also realized that since moving that um, I'm with, I'm around less of a support system and I need to navigate that and figure out ways. And also I think um, be okay with like, some bad things like some things that like you might have wanted and like not working and not like for whatever reason whether it was you whether it was someone else whether it just wasn't the right opportunity or right situation and like 
kind of kind of sit like, okay, this is whack. Like I'm not happy about this, but mm-hmm. not let it let it That's take cool, away. Yeah. Like and like there were other things like at, during this year that like were really big of like two of my friends, you know, two of my really close friends gave birth and um, I did a little bit of domestic traveling and, um, you know, I did get acclimated in a new new city. And so that's another thing that I want to work on, like understanding that like this one area of my life is not where I want it to be. And I know that I'm not confident about it and I'm, I'm upset, but I know that there's other things like, that I've, that I've mentioned that I've done that shouldn't be like put to the bottom or overlooked just because I'm upset about a situation or something didn't work out. Yeah. And I think what you said, the, the big thing that what you said is you have to be okay with like the bad things that happen. And I think that's so important because Similar to you, I don't know what it is. Like the first half of the year for me is always great. Like I'm always having a great time. I feel at peace. Like I'm having mm-hmm. fun. I'm busy. I'm active. Mm-hmm. And like looking back, I feel like I had a very active year um, since Puerto Rico. Like I was literally doing something every weekend. And I think what made it more fun and spontaneous was it wasn't really planned. It was like unexpected weekends. I was going to different events with my friends. Like I was exploring different parts of the city. The weather was really good for the summer. It's very hot. So it was it was fun. And then what for whatever reason, it's like the second half hits you with like the reality. It like it mm-hmm. hits you with the it, it like tests your strength. It's like, okay, you had a great first half of the year and now how strong are you really? Like because the the second half is gonna, you know, sweep the rug on under you. That's what it feels like sometimes. So and I feel like that's life. Like life is a balance of it's going to challenge you. It's going to be challenging to you. And it's like a matter of how are you reacting to this challenge? Um, so I think that's definitely something um, I want to improve, like taking the good with the bad and not letting the bad consume me, but also realizing that you have, you put power into things, you know, like you put power into words and like you put power into a situation. So if you, if you want to let a situation go or not, let it be that meaningful to you, you have the power to just say that like, okay, I'm, this is not that serious to me, or I'm not going to put so much meaning behind this because then, you know, it can control me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something we're to try and, you know, improve for next year. Even though, again, when you're dealing with someone else, that can be a little bit more difficult. It's but. so hard. That's <laughs> like, I feel like something to re- like that I have to like repeat every day. Yeah. Because if you're by yourself, like that stuff can like consume you and you just, yes. you start like just going into overdrive about it. it and I feel like that's, what I've done is like started like just listening to like podcasts or listening to not telling people to listen to other, a bunch of other ones before they listen to ours, but you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) I think another, another thing I saw was that it's a, it's a quote that's been kind of circulated throughout social media a lot, but I think it's relevant to everything. Like it said, like, stop trying to find you in someone else. And I think that's so true because sometimes again going with like you're you're not getting what you're receiving. I think 
when you start to become close to someone, I think you you are expecting them to align and, and be the way you are, maybe communicate the same way you do, or just operate the same way you do. And then when it doesn't happen, it's like the worst thing ever. And it's like, no, that person is not true. That person has <laughs> their own way of, of dealing with things and managing things. And I think once I, like a lot of people realize like it's less about you and the other person, I think you start looking at situations a little bit differently. There's another quote that I know everybody and their grandmother has seen, <laughs> but I like it. And I think that it is great for everyone. Like be the person that you would want to be with. <laughs> and like, you know how, like what, like somebody that you would, or maybe not exactly yeah, that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that person is, who is that? <laughs> you know, like be the, like, you know, when you're looking for a person that's like great. Yes. Um, has a wonderful personality, um, treats you nice. Yes. you up something from the grocery store. Yeah, that you all want, of that. Surprises you like. Oh yeah. Nice person so where's the prize um, in them that's the thing <laughs> so so I feel like <laughs> that is what I'm striving for like instead of being like oh I would like to date someone it's like oh no 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 I'm gonna take myself out and I'm gonna yeah. buy myself some flowers yes. and I'm going to um, make sure that I'm taking care of my space, okay. my, you know my apartment, my mental space, my job, my whatever and I feel like at least, like I always say, there's way more return in focusing on you than there is on other people. But I think that's also the the part where I'm just like a cold question mark because it's like, I'm so happy when I'm like not dealing with anyone. I don't think people realize that. Like, no, because <laughs> people are like, oh, all these people are single. All these pretty women are single. It's just like, yeah, we're, some of us are happier when we don't have an attachment to somebody else. And I, I realized that when I'm traveling, when I'm doing different things with my friends, like I had such a great summer. And whenever I feel like, oh, I like someone now, my peace is like, this is in shambles. <laughs> And I want to get to a place where I don't let it be in shambles, despite what the other person is doing. It's just like, still have fun. Like, still, mm -hmm. yes. do, mm -hmm. you. still do you. Yep. It didn't work out. Or he's acting weird. Or he's acting wishy-washy. He's not really communicating well with you. Do you. And then let whatever happen happens and i think he, my, he's gonna do that regardless he's gonna, he's doing he's gonna be a certain way yeah mm -hmm. a fact. so i think that's and even like just talking now i think i think that's where i try to frame my mindset like despite what happens i'm gonna still do me i'm gonna still be true to myself i'm gonna still be honest and be transparent and if i'm not getting that from this person then it's not a loss for me you're very cutthroat. <laughs> yeah, because it's like what I really like. I really every year. I I think I say this every podcast, and this is not supposed to be a dating podcast, but it always turns into it. I have one week out of the year, out of the entire year, where I feel like dating. One week. It's usually during the summertime <laughs> because you know summertime. You're free. You're more open. You want to explore. And this year, I approached it like despite. <laughs> I was like, you know what, even if this experience, whatever happens, doesn't turn into a relationship, I want to get something out of it. I want it to be a seamless and fun experience. And it always starts out that way. And then something happens where it's like no longer fun 
where I'm questioning things, where there's a shift in behavior. And I'm just like, why does this keep happening to me every year? So I have to like reframe it as just continue to have, you're, you're going to have better experiences. This one is not a slight to you. It's just something that unfortunately may have not worked out in your favor, but it's not limiting the future experiences you're going to have. Yes, I like that approach. I think that it's it's just so funny because I do feel like, and I know that like people who are religious or people who are like, you know, optimists all the time would probably laugh at this. But like, I literally do feel like when things are kind of good, there's like someone in the back who's like, oh, no, 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 no. We reeling you back in. We're going to humble you quick. Like, I literally always feel like, and I always tweet that also. It's like, okay, whenever something's going good, it's like there's someone in the back like, "Mm, no, 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 girl, it's not. And um, that's something. But, But again, it's like, we're we have to get used to the fact that like, I think, and this sounds really bad, but I feel like once I become okay with problems and things ending being a constant. Yes. And I'm not saying every day I'm going to wake up and there's going to be, you know, like issues here, issues there, but like knowing that like, yeah, um, situations are going to end. Yeah. Jobs aren't going to work. Friendships Mm -hmm. aren't going to work there's going to be incidents. There's going to be various things that happen. And like knowing like you got to still keep it, keep it like try to keep it moving in the, in the best possible way you can. As if like when you, you know, when a friend goes through something and you're telling them like, Oh, Oh my God, you know, how can, how can I support? It's like, think about how you, how you give that to your friends. You want to give that to yourself when you realize that, yeah, problems are going to be a constant and that it's like things are not going to go great for too long. You know, I mean, I know that's like not the best way to look at things, but I think that this year really showed me like things are just going to go left at various points and you got to go right if that's the case. (laughs) No, it's it's true. It's true. And and I feel you when you're like... It feels like someone wants to humble you because I I feel like a lot with dating. When as soon as you start saying the word, any positive connotations yep. to a guy, and then the next week the person is like deleted out your phone. It's like, <laughs> well, damn! Like I was just saying all these things about you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, no, I think it is important to what you said. Like that's life. Things are going to go left. Not everything is going to work out in your favor, and it's up to you to for you to you know operate based on that. Um, yeah, sigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm over. I'm over going right. Like I, I, I really, I do not want things to go left anymore. But I guess like that's, that's right. just like a guarantee that they're just going to go left until things can go right. Until things go right exactly. Um, so switching gears about just friendships in general, what is something you've learned about friendships that have maybe differed a bit from last year? So one of the things that actually I'm, I realized is that last year I was so like over the moon about moving that I wasn't really like active with my, with all of my friends in the way that I wanted to be. And I will say like this year I did a better job at that. Yeah. Um, 
throughout the year. And I would say more recently, like in the fall, when I had my own stuff going on, I think I also got a bit closer, like, or just not even closer, but like rekindled a lot and like was actively present for all, for a bunch of my friends. Um, So I think that that was something I noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, I also noticed like, I would say shift in friendships, but for me more like knowing that like, a lot of my friends are still cool with just like going out to eat and hanging out or having a drink. It doesn't need to be like this full fledged, let's go out and party all the time. Um, And also just, I think the conversations that I have with my friends now are different. I think that my friends really inspire me. And I think my friends remind me that like, there's still a lot that I need to work on but that I'm not like by myself in that in that yes there's you know there's problems are a constant and so I think that like every year I think I'm always reminded like I have a really solid group and I appreciate that mm-hmm. but I think it, it's also just like a good reminder of as we age like there's just other things to focus on there's certain yes. things to like not harp on there's certain things that you're gonna want and also just like I'm, I think I'm I'm surrounded by people who are actively doing things, whether it's, you know, traveling, moving along in, in jobs, um, uh, getting into relationships, um, doing certain uh, big life changes with a partner. And that like motivates me and reminds me like, hey, if you want some of those similar things, you also can do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's. That's important. And I think that's something I've learned this year too. I think I I have like a great friend group and I have, I have friends that I feel like I can rely on and that I just feel like we're on the same page when it comes to different things. And I feel like it's so important to have that close friends with people that where you don't even have to speak to them every day, but when you do, like they just automatically um, understand you, you know what I mean? Like they just get you. Um, Mm -hmm. they, they, they support you and love you. And I think that's really important. And I know for me, like, I'm not someone who typically likes to ask for help or I like to keep certain things private with, with, with certain aspects of my life. And like, so I appreciate the friends that when I do open up to them, like they're, you know, ready to embrace me and they, you know, let me talk. And they're, they're just like always like available for me and, and super supportive. Um, and I think, that's something to cherish, especially as you get older. Um, Cause some people have the opposite where they may outgrow friendships and then they're realizing, you know, like, Oh, I need a, I need a, like a, a core group of girlfriends. And I feel like I have like an established one for some years now. So um, yeah. So I think that's important to, to have in your thirties. What is there anything else you, Oh, you said earlier about, something about friendships. Did you want to cover that now? Just like, I I feel like with, again, like with certain friends, I just, I think similar to dating, I think sometimes you think as you get older and as you grow and as you give grace and as you become grounded, grounded, you automatically think sometimes that people around you are doing the same. But it's like, no, people are not moving at the same pace as you are. They're moving at their own pace. And sometimes with friendships, I've noticed that 
some people may still be stuck in ways that they were when they were younger and maybe are excelling in maybe the business aspect of their life. But when it comes to their personal life and how they view themselves, they haven't really grown. So I think that's something I've noticed with certain friendships this year that has changed from last year is that people have their own journey when it comes to growth. But if I feel like it's not really aligning with me, or again, if you're going to be petty or immature, that's not really the type of friendships I want in my circle. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's unfortunate when you find that out, but also when, as you said earlier, you're pretty grounded and know yourself and, and, I think you realize that there's certain people that I can interact with yeah. forward. And then there's certain things where it's like, you know what, this is not going to work for me, especially if you can't communicate on the same wavelength. Exactly. And I feel like sometimes you have, you have friends for certain reasons. And I think we discussed this on another episode. Sometimes you have the friends you go out with, the friends you talk to every day, the friends you get advice from. And then uh, the friends you may not talk to every time, but it's like a good key key. And as I'm getting older, I just want like a solid group of friends that I can that I can go to for the same things. And that just like truly understand me and we have a good time and we're able to communicate and understand each other. Like, I don't want a bunch of, I don't want 50 friends. <laughs> like, you know, like I just I want a solid core group of people that that get me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I understand as people get older, they have like one or two friends or their circle gets smaller because, yeah, sometimes you're you're constantly growing and maybe the people around you are not. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important to be around, you know, like minded people and people that want to grow and people that don't rely on you for their growth, people that want to do the internal work themselves. And you you all are both enhancing each other's lives in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fair. I get that. I, I feel like you're talking about this sometimes. I'm like, oh my goodness. I was like, it, it's funny when like, I want to, I want to go back and listen to some of these older ones to see like, if some of the stuff was, some of the topics were similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, another one would be, is there any aspect of your life from last year that you improved on or you remember saying like, hey, I want to work on this and you did? Hmm. Well, clearly not the patience part. Um, um, I think in a way that you did work on that in your own way. <laughs> uh, not with slow walkers. I still want to beat them over the head. Um, I think... Again, I think being what I wanted to further do for next year, I think being less reactionary to situations and like <laughs> treating certain, trying to be more understanding when things go left. I think I've done a little bit better job this year because again, people would have got cursed out already. But I feel like I don't want to do that this year. I don't want to be angry with anyone. And I'm just trying to. I'm trying, I have, I have, a. I feel like I've approached situations differently than I've done last year. Okay. I, then I think that's something definitely note, like notable. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, mm, 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 mm. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I mentioned earlier about, like, being better about being present with my friends. I don't, I think last year when I was just, like, the busyness of, moving i was just not present with them and i did work on that um also i did a lot more on my own i was kind of forced to at first um oh yeah 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 Yeah. last year um i know that i mentioned last year i'm sure i i i don't even need to listen to the last year episode i'm sure i said something (laughs) about confidence and i worked on that but i will say I need to, that is going to be a constant. I'll be very transparent. My confidence gets shaken very easily. And um, (laughs) you're like, okay, girl, what can we do now? No, I'm listening. I'm like, I got you. (laughs) No, I'll I'll be like in full transparency. Like um, Pomti has known me for years and that's like a constant struggle for me. Um, And I think I also, what I did do this year was um, think more about the things that like, that have nothing to do because a lot of times in the past, like, and I can understand why, but like sometimes confidence comes from like, if you're a really good friend or you're a really good family member, or if you, you know, always treat people with kindness, but that, 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 um, those things are not like things you do for yourself. They're things you do for others. Mm. And I I realized that a lot of confidence came from like the way I treated certain people or the way I, the way I interacted with others. And so I started taking more like in, um, taking more stock of like, what, what am I doing for myself? And like, what makes me, me and what I should, what I should look more into rather than, Oh, I'm a good friend. Like, yes, that, that makes my, that's part of my character that I would like to say I'm a pretty good friend. I like to keep in touch with people, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think I should like put that above other things because I, I think that again, let's say you treat someone really well and then they exit your life for whatever reason, or let's say you, you know, you like meeting certain people and then you go through a period where you aren't 
And then it's like, what, what's going to happen to that confidence? If it's so, if the fact that you take pride in that is so high, it it can get shaken up easily. So Mm -hmm. I think I wanted to pay more attention to like what I do for myself and what I have going on separate from others. Yes. I, I love that. I think that's really important. What do you think you've done to, or what you've tried to do to make sure that confidence is, you're you're putting that above, like you're putting you above trying to, I guess, please other people or trying to um, present yourself a certain way. Because like you said, like people come and go. So um, I think that, again, that's something that I, that I work on. I think one of the things is that in almost any situation now, I try to be honest, even if the other person isn't going to be honest, I try to like stay true to like what I want. Like, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, match someone's energy or whatever. Yeah. You know, like I try to just keep how I would present myself the same. Yeah. Um, I do some journal. I do a decent amount of journaling. I make sure one of the things that I like um started doing was I used to play tennis and I didn't really play much in New York. And I started playing it more here because I found someone who could play with me. Um, I think figuring out like activities that I could do that again, aren't necessarily related to like dynamics with others. Mm -hmm. Like I can always, I could be in any country, any city. And if I find somebody who's at the same level of um, level as me, um, you know, in terms of the sport, I can play with them. I know I'll I'll have that going for me. And it's something that can like take me out of my head. Like I remember when I was really upset earlier this year, when the weather was nice, I went and played tennis. And although not everything in life was going right, that was a way to like stay in shape. And also I'm I'm a decent tennis player. So I can keep that. (laughs) What is the white one Maria Okay, not there yet. I think I, I think I missed that boat to be the you know the Serena Williams, but um or the whatever that lady's name was. Yes, but I think it's like keeping or or starting like activities that you know that you can do and you can say, okay, this is something I'm doing for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that you know um, I can incorporate into my schedule. And I'm not saying like always playing tennis or always going somewhere by yourself is going to give you confidence, but I think that it plays a bigger picture. Like, yeah, like you can tell someone like, yeah, I play tennis. Yeah. I do this activity. Yeah. I do that activity. And it just adds to you as a, as a person, which I think will eventually help improve confidence. Yes. So to close, we have a couple more things that we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, What is something that you think should stay here in 2022 and not transfer over to 2023? I would love to. This is going to be a little bit sad. I would love to not hear as many tragedies. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I I recently... um, about what was it Steven Twitch it was the dancer yes that was Um, very that was very sad yeah it was very sad I think it's also because it's like we all followed him on social media and then everybody's like oh he seemed real happy always dancing and it's like you never know what's going on behind closed doors very true um and I just felt like every few days you even though like COVID's kind of not as big of a thing you heard about a lot of people um either you know past either I mean 
could be some from old age, but like a lot of people dying. And it was just like, oh, this is a lot. Like every few days there's somebody else. Um, I think that's one thing. Like I'd like to hear less tragedies. Mm-hmm. Um also, I, we forget now because it's been a while, but the fact that like the abortion was overturned, like what? Yeah. Like, let's fix that. Actually, not even have it not transfer. Like, let's have it transfer so they can redo that. Like, I, I don't understand what the- I feel like not a, that has been kind of like quieted down now. Mm-hmm. I remember yep. that was huge in, in, in the media and now it's just like, so what states have overturned, you know, like- what is the status of that? I feel like not a lot of people are talking about that as much as before. Mm-hmm. It's craziness. Yeah, I feel like overall, I just, I think with the culmination of the pandemic and unemployment and just seasonal depression, I just feel like in general, a lot of people have just been unhinged. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping in 2023, people's mental health are improved and mm-hmm. I hope more people like seek therapy for themselves for for their mm-hmm. family members and you know just just seek ways to help improve your mental health because I think that would really just improve the like the 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 climate of you know how society is right now altogether um I think something like personally that should stay in 22 is like for myself, like, like self doubt. I think a lot of times, like we just doubt ourselves when it comes to like our abilities to things, whether in relation to work or like our abilities when it comes to, um, when you're meeting someone, maybe some, someone could, could make you doubt who you are as a person, mm-hmm. doubt your characteristics. And I don't want to transfer that over to 2023. I really want to lean into like, no, who I am as a person and, and lead with that, like lead with who I am and lead with my authenticity. Cause I feel like, I feel like that will carry me a long way with different things that I do in life. So I really, Agreed. yeah. So I really want to, so I want to leave self doubt in 2022 and not transfer order 2023. I want to leave inconsistencies from people leave that here because I'm over it. Like, or let me not say that because I feel like people are always going to be inconsistent. I think I want to leave trying to be a, oh, here it is. I want to leave trying to be a detective <laughs> in 2022. Like I want to stop trying to have a laser pointer and try to figure X, Y, and Z out for multiple of of, of times and just try and let things be and not transfer that over to 2023. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm gonna try not to be a CSI agent in 2023, Earl Grey. <laughs> I left that. I left my job as a CSI agent, actually. And now, when I get little tasks, I tell myself, "Okay, you left this in the past, girl." Because sometimes that comes up, and I'm like, "Oh, you still, ha- you still got it. You gotta stop." Um, I like that, though. I like the the doubt. Um, also, just like I think a re- good reminder is like just one situation can't like you can't keep that doubt I think that's a lot of times we all do that like we get discouraged or we get like yes okay we did that already Let, let's avoid it um and I know like that people would say like nah in life like you need to go through different things to push you mm-hmm. to keep achieving um 
But yeah, I think that's good. Um, what are you most looking forward to next year, 2023? Sheesh, <laughs> I remember when we graduated college. Oh, oh my God. What, how many years ago now? 11. We graduated, we graduated in 2011. So you do, the, you do the math here. Mm-mm. <laughs> Oh, we didn't have a reunion, right? <laughs> we had our own fake reunions, but I don't think so. No, we didn't. No, we haven't. Um, what I look forward to the most is traveling. I want to be traveling a lot next year, even if it's like little um, weekend trips like we were discussing earlier, um, just traveling different, uh, different places. I also look forward to doing more like activities for myself and I feel like even though sometimes we complain about New York City I do feel like New York City has a lot to offer so I want to do more like fitness classes like class making classes like all these like weird artistic like creative things I want to start doing more of and like taking advantage of what New York City has to offer even more because I feel like sometimes as a native New Yorker you kind of you take the city for granted sometimes. It's like, oh, you do. people, it's the bus and the, the train delays and all is so crowded, all these tourists. And sometimes you forget that the city still has gems. So I think that's something I really look forward to doing. And I look forward to <laughs> romance. Where, whatever that decides to mm-hmm. peak in mm-hmm. in 23, I, I do look forward to that. Like, I, I, I want to be having more romantic experiences next year. So, hopefully, okay. when we do this episode at the end of <laughs> next year, oh my God. I can have, even if it doesn't pan out the exact same way, I can at least have a romantic story to tell the listener. Mm-hmm. So, let's, mm-hmm. let's work on that. Okay. Okay. That's good. You putting that out there. I got it. Out there. So I have a couple of things that I'm looking forward to. Um, one, I am, and again, I'm holding everyone can hold me accountable. Um, I will be running a half marathon in September. I'll be there to support. Woo, I can't wait. I'm excited. Um I do want to do some traveling. I would really, 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 really like to get my dog already, but yes. I need to you're, figure you're, that out. Your dash um, round, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I told myself that I want to have a year where it's about Earl Grey. And not, I'm not saying that I won't like be with my friends, be with my family. But I feel like I think that I don't think it's a time yet for me to revisit like romance or mm-hmm. for, for myself. Yeah, I think yeah. If that happens, cool. But I think that it really needs to be like, needs to be, yeah, like where I'm figuring out like the things that I maybe wanted to do like a year or two ago and I didn't get to do. Mm-hmm. And also I think, um, I, I've always struggled with, like I said, confidence, self-esteem issues. And I think that before I can achieve big life changes with someone else, I need to work on that. And I know that like you do work on that through 
through situations and through disappointment. But um, I do not want to be on the on God's list of the uh, strongest soldiers next year. So I am (laughs) trying to avoid certain parts of life so that I can just, you know, focus (laughs) on what I need to do. Um, The new year's coming up. I'm going to be doing all the traditions. I'm eating the 12 grapes. I'm going to be wearing white. Um, I'm going to be, there's all the, the new year's traditions because I'm not trying to mess that up and i am putting it out there i'm gonna be wearing all colors i literally will be wearing a rainbow if i need to but i i will say like um i'm looking forward to like getting back like i always say this but i'm being a hundred thousand percent serious like really figuring out like me without distractions. Cause I think yes. in the past I've tried to do that. Like, Oh, I want to focus on me, but I'm still out here, like trying to date somebody, or I'm still out here worried about what this person thinks about me or, or trying to bark up the wrong tree. And it's like, okay, no. So my focus next year is really figuring out the goals that I want and, um, trying to, also understand more about like why I think the way that I do mm-hmm. and where I need to improve yeah. and um, traveling and starting to train for that damn marathon because I better get my ass in gear. But it's final January 2nd. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've always been like a good runner though. Like you, you always had like a good pace to running. I remember the few times we trained, you was out. <laughs> Yes, I would. Yeah, I, I do. But I will say like the, the, the thought of running, like, what is it like 12.5? I know at the end, I'm going to look like a lobster. I'm going to be like, don't look at me. I need to go shower. Oh, nah, 12.5. You can do it though. But my mother t- always tells me if you can run half of that, you'll be good for the race. Like you, if you can run about six something, maybe mm-hmm. close to seven. And I feel like I can, but it's not going to be a fast pace because at like three or four, you're like, okay, can I be done with this right now? So I can barely do like, I think (laughs) I I used to do one mile without stopping. I can barely do that. I could do like half a mile (laughs) running without stopping. (laughs) I feel like you could, that's why I gotta, yeah, you gotta build up for it. let, Let me know if you want to also run. Probably not, but I'll be there <laughs> on the sidelines to support. No, because I feel like I can, I would do a 5K. Definitely, I can run a 5K. <laughs> I can picture you joining me, and after five miles, you're like, okay, that's my, that, that is my cue to stop. I'm over this race. Right. Do you have to finish the race? You could just walk to the side, right? <laughs> Girl, I'm finished in that day. Someone is like, you know what? I, 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 I. <laughs> put too much on my plate i thought i was gonna finish this i gotta tap out do people do that i'm sure i'm sure maybe like they could walk the rest yeah so i feel like that's gonna take forever we'll be done the next day i'll be walking like i'm like you know what take my time i'll be the last one and you'll be like i made it i made it where's where's my gold star where's everybody everybody left no but i do think I, I love that for you. I think that's a great goal for next year. Like, how, it's about you. Like, it's, it's about yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I, I, and again, I, I'm 
all supportive of you finding a, a romance or rom romantic experiences. Mm -hmm. um, I just, yeah, I think, I think uh, I'm throwing the, I'm temporarily throwing the towel in. No, I'm gonna, yeah, and I think that's perfectly, that's perfectly fine to, to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, I think when you find yourself and then when you're focused more on yourself, that's when other things come into play. And not saying that, that's when romance is going to come in. But I think that's when you, you, you're more, I think, stress-free about things. Mm -hmm. You have a clearer mind to focus on what's most important, which is yourself. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, man. as always, I feel like I'm going to leave like pondering life after this, um, <laughs> after this uh, episode, like, wow, this, that was interesting. Mm -hmm. But no, I Good do man. think in I do think in hindsight, hindsight, twenty twenty two has been overall, I would say overall in totality, like a good year mm -hmm. for me. So, um, hope hopefully next year twenty twenty three will so yeah be even the entire year. even better. Yeah, I hope it's even better and uh, the same for you. Thank you. I'm I'm gonna speak that into existence. Yes, put on your wall. Put on a sticky note. Mm -hmm. Make sure you eat your your grapes on you know um, New Year's and yeah. um, any other traditions. Please like send us um, any traditions that you guys do because I'm trying to do everything <laughs> because I am not getting. I'm not going through a hard. I'm not trying to go through hardship more than I need no. to. Next more year. than you need to, and if you do, because you know life is going to go you hardships, you you won't take it as like a battlefield yes you know that that's something that that needs to come from within and like i said yeah. that that will be something that i actively say okay bad things are always going to happen what's next because honestly that's what i thought about this year i'm like i realized every month there was like something happening that was like oh god here we go again <laughs> and it was different. It was either like, like for example, um, earlier this year when I moved out, it took me three months to get my security deposit. So that was one mm -hmm. thing where I was battling mm -hmm. with. And then it's like, oh, a situationship that I'm battling with. Then it's like, work is annoying as hell. So it's like, it's always something every year, every, every, there's always going to be something, but I mm -hmm. think how you respond to it and how you incorporate that in your life and not to, again, treat it like a battlefield that will that will help shape your overall year i think agreed yeah and even with that i was upset but i wasn't that upset with the whole secu the social the security deposit i was just like i'm not understanding <laughs> i got it back but it's like it took this long um, yeah yeah that that tends to happen but bright side you did get it back exactly and that that was a big tie to like trying not to let things be because I felt like on my end I did what I needed to do to make sure to get it back and it was just a matter of me being patient because you you exhausted everything that you could do um so that was a big lesson of me trying to be patient and trying to um not be upset for things that you can't really control okay so uh brownie points for a little bit of patience this year I was in that area yes <laughs> Okay, I didn't I didn't say everything's gonna happen overnight, <laughs> but <laughs> nah, I feel you. 
All right. Well, I hope you listeners, I hope you enjoyed um, our recap of 2022. I think we both had a lot of takeaways from it. And we know now going forward how we want, you know, next year to be for us. So speaking a great 2023 for both you and I. Ooh, yes. Amen. So if you guys have not already, um, as we said earlier, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and also Google Podcasts. You can also follow us on the Tea Room Pod on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Yes, I brought it back. I brought the British <laughs> lingo back or accent back this episode. Keep, Keep sipping. What's it going to be? What we gonna do? Here we go again. This ain't nothing new. I ain't tryna run game, but it's true, cause you came and you made me feel. You call me for help, you gotta chill. Need time for yourself, you gotta heal. This ain't something you felt, it's how you feel. Alright, uh, we built this all wrong, I'll take blame, but instead of us tearing it down, we'll rearrange, baby. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.